All right. It's a sincere thank you to the fine folks at McFarland for making all of our existence happen. And this existence, let me tell you, Coop, this existence is red hot. It's like if you have an existence of like sitting in a sauna, a sauna like is in an oven that is in like a pool of flames. That's what how hot this would be right now. It's that's so how hot. hot. It's so what's hot. that like? Is it can you give me that degree in Fahrenheit or Celsius? It's what are we looking at? It's potentially a million degrees. Yes, yeah, so potentially we, a million. We're potentially a million degrees Fahrenheit uh, when it comes to this podcast. Everyone knows it. It's all over Fort Myers, up and down the streets. They're saying, "Can I be on the Bradfoe show?" I walk in there. I walk into camp. I walk in the clubhouse, and they're screaming at me. They're saying, put me on your podcast. Well, I just closed my eyes, did a few circles, and I pointed. And who did I land on today, Coop? Maddie Barnes. Matt Barnes. Maddie Barnes. I landed on Matt Barnes, who has great been on the interview podcast before. Um, actually, a couple times Matt Barnes has been on it, and we ha- we've always have good conversations because it's just two guys chopping it up, just like me and Xander the other day. Just two guys chopping it up. And by the way, my wife was offended that I cursed in the Xander po- podcast. All right, is is that the is that the death of of Bad Boy Rob? Yeah, it's Bad Boy Rob well, done for. That was just a spring training taste. There's South Beach Rob. There's Bad Boy Rob. I'll send you a photo of South Beach Rob, which all the writers know. Um, but, South uh, Beach Rob. That's. Yeah, so, I feel yeah. like that's getting crazy. All of them involve a Corona and cursing. That's all. It is. <laughs> but it's. Uh, yeah, so he, she was offended that I cursed, and I explained to her, this is this little trick of the trade, Coop. Little trick of the trade, which is, you curse, then they feel comfortable to curse, then they're in the rocking chair, all right? And, and then and it's just guys being dudes. It's just, it's just two, guys being dudes. It's two just, guys at a bar. Two, two guys chopping it up, and that's what uh, me and Xander, and in this case, me and Maddie Barnes. So, I mean, real quick, because yeah. there might be new listeners, let's run through the list of guys. I mean, this has been a, an incredible right, you, week, you, right? You go, you well, I mean, a couple weeks actually, but go ahead, yeah, yeah. Go, so, we got you're good at in the past week person. alone, Dahlbeck. Yep. Uh, yep. we had Holland, which yep. still around, not, not going anywhere, he'll but still back. around, he'll be back. Uh, we had Strom, yeah, we had Dick Mountain, Rich Hill. Yeah. We had Xander. Yeah. We had today, uh, Matt Barnes. Am I missing anyone there? That's six. I feel like we're. Yeah, I feel like you're. I don't want to offend anyone. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Um, but, but just the, an incredible week by you. Point, just point, point just well thumping the ground. Not by me, by us, by everybody. And, uh, and we've also covered a lot of states. We went to North Dakota with Matt Strom, correct? Yep. Yeah. Um, and I don't know where we went from there. I just wanted to say we went to North Dakota. Well, we, uh, Milwaukee with, uh, or no, Benelis was, Benelis was a couple we went, weeks ago, we but Milwaukee. Aruba, we went to Aruba. Yep. I mean, if that was a state. We went, went from the cold of Fargo to. There you go. To there Aruba, go. the sun, sunny beaches. All right. So before we, uh, before we hash it out uh, in terms of the Matt Barnes podcast. Um, and by the way, I got another one coming, like a mini one. Which I think I did, I did it just for you because I know you like to geek out as a as, huge nerd as a former sort of current baseball player. Um, I did a good solid six minutes talking hitting with young Trevor Story today. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. Did, you, did you buy him that burrito? 
Oh no. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, what well, I was sitting outside, what, what Coop is talking about is I was talking to Coop over the phone and then uh, I was distracted and it was weird, you know, so Trevor story walks by. So I'm at a Starbucks and there's a Chipotle right next door to the Starbucks. And so he's, I'm outside at Starbucks, just working, talking and then here comes Trevor Story. Very nice guy. Very, very nice guy. So he's like, hello, hello, hello. So what do you say, of course, to what do you say to the guy? So I say, can I buy you dinner to welcome you to Boston? Right. Well, first it was a cup of coffee, correct? Uh, oh, I thought he was going to Starbucks. Yeah. But then that's right. Going yeah. To Holy. And I said, well, can I buy you dinner? Which is which is so absurd. You know, it's like. The guy just signed a $140 million contract. <laughs> He's going to Chipotle. But it, it was such a like, you know, it was one of these things where you know he's not going to, but you know, hey, you know, it's a I, simple man. He likes, he likes yeah. what he likes. Well, where it led us to was to a six minute conversation about the nuts and bolts of hitting, including hitting in altitude. I know. Love that. that I know. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I basically did that conversation. Just for you. Just I said. Thank you. Thank I you. Because I mean, Coop wants the Coop wants the hitting in altitude conversation. Any, I I <laughs> can't wait right? for all the people. Okay? Wait, wait, all the reaction? all the people that have just spent so much time being like, he's not going to be good. He's he's going to have the the cores hangover or whatever. He's going from cores where like balls would barely move to you know basically sea level at Fenway Park. Used to be in a marsh. Uh, before we filled in Boston and like that ball is going to be moving. He's going to be able to pick it up. And like, you're, you're, he's going to have good numbers. I'm, okay, I'm well, so on board with that. Well, DJ LeMay, he right. was an example. Arenado's an example, but he's not the topic. Let's get to, yeah, we're, let's we're, get to we're, Matt we're, Barnes. We'll that maybe tomorrow. We'll post right. that a bit, but that was, that's done just for you. You're welcome. I appreciate so you. you. He's, he's not going to have the cores hangover, which I feel like there's a sponsorship in there somewhere. All right. Let's get to Matt Barnes right now. For the love of God, clean up your homepage. Just, I got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, they make folders for that. Oh my, look at this. How do you? All right. First question. All right, first question is, Matt Barnes wants to know why my homepage is so cluttered. Oh my Lord. What's what's wrong? I don't know, I'm sitting here, I'm looking, you got a thousand different things. You know that all this stuff in your homepage like that makes your computer actually run slower? Hmm. Like, how do you, you've got screenshots layered so deep that I don't even know how you know what they are. I don't. I know. Listen, I live one day at a time. If you go, no, 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 don't touch it. I'm not, I'm not, but if you go command, well, I don't even know your N button. If you go command N, it creates a new folder Mm -hmm. and then you can put like, I feel like spring training 2022. I feel at this point I've gone beyond that. No, I think you're okay. I think it just, you need, you need, I need guidance. I just, I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, it's the wrong. If it's if it's organized for you, it's not. But I live day to day. I live minute to minute. Like I live as I show up, I dominate. I leave. That's it. And then I turn the page the next day. You could do that with a cleaner desktop. <laughs> That's true. I could dominate with a cleaner desktop. That is true. There we go. All right. So you could dominate. Do that. Okay. It's, one of the things that last time I was on here, one of the things is, what do you want to get better at this year, right? Oh, that's right. And, right. Hold yourself accountable for the year. What did you say? I can't even remember. I forget. But we were talking about like the jog in, I think. I, I, yeah, I'm going to bring right. that back up. Okay. So we need, I'm going to challenge you to clean up your desktop. 
Okay, so that is what I'm going to get. What are you going to get better at? Everything. Okay, everything? Everything. Okay, what are you going to get? If, what is your, what is Matt Barnes' dirty desktop um, thing that you're going to get better at? Does that even make sense? But yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Like something, something that you're like, okay, you know, I'm putting it off, I'm putting it off, I'm putting it off. Like for me, I got a new car for the first time in my life. Ever? Yeah, I had to lease it. Okay. I don't make a ton of money. <laughs> so, yeah, but I do, yeah, yeah, so, but I, I always had a crappy, dirty car. Okay. And so I always said, if I have a new car, I'm going to take care of it. I, so I always take the trash out of it. Yep. In, like instantly. Okay. And I, so I've had it for a year now, clean car. Nice. Clean car, yeah. So little things like that, right? 100%. Okay. So what's, what's yours? I don't know. That's, I mean, there must be something. I mean, Let's I'm, go. I'm not saying that I'm perfect by saying I don't know. I just... One of the things that I, that I try to do, and I kind of got away from the spring training, was I like to read every morning. Just read a little bit every morning. Not like... Like, no. reads, like, good stuff. Like a book. Like, oh, a book. Part of, part of a book. Hmm. Read a little bit every morning with a coffee. Kind okay. of just gets the mind going. If, right? I, if I give you the book Deep Drive, written by Mike Lowell and Rob Bradford, would you read it? Maybe. I don't like reading sports books. It's not. It's beyond a sports book. Okay. It's a human book. Okay. I like human books. Cuba, cancer, everything. It's a good story. Yeah. You know Mike Lowell. I do know Mike Lowell. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. a good story. There okay. you go. There. I'm doing you a favor. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get back to the most important thing. Has your run-in from the bullpen changed at all since the last time I talked to you? Nope. Okay. Nope. So when I imitate... Standard jog. Standard... As, when I, as I nail the imitation of you running in, which yep. is like there is... You lead the league in yards per, per stride... stride. That mean I got long legs, so I mean it makes sense. But okay, but you know what you know what I mean. We, yeah. I, ever since we talked about, it, I'm sure you're very conscious of it. Honestly, not really. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I'm, I'm worried about what. Talk, talk. I got to get guys out. I got to close the game out. All right, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But it, take me through some of your mannerisms, okay? If I'm going to like imitate Matt Barnes, yep. I'm going to start with the the five foot strides. Yeah, walking in. So are we talking about just on the run in or just no the whole field? the whole baseball field? Whew. Um, what what do you what are you? Doing? I'm always adjusting my belt. You well always. I didn't, I didn't want to say that always. So I don't know. It's just I like you're 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 a not a skinny guy. You're a slim guy, yep. right? Yep. So um, you can come in, Tommy. Okay. <laughs> well, we're no, you're good. Uh, you are like you are always leaning back and adjusting your belt, yep, and, and I'm and so I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't know if it was like I, I, I don't just, want I don't want you to be self conscious about it. Okay, it just is. Why do you do that? I have no idea, but I but I'm like very I'm not an OCD person by any mm-hmm. means, but like I like to have the buttons on my jersey line up with the belt that line up with the zipper on my pants. Like I just it, it looks uniform. It, it start. And not to mention, like when you start throwing, it's right. You're torquing your body. Like the jersey gets twisted sometimes, mm-hmm. and like then it's just uncomfortable. Because I like, imagine if you like, but like, I don't know where that the belt comes into the. The belt thing. is like it's like the adjustment of the belt with the jersey. So like, I adjust the pants. Oh, so you're centering the belt buckle. Yeah, and like the pants with the jersey, kind of. 
So you're not in OCD. <laughs> I'm not. It just, but it's a comfort thing. Like if you right. were to be out there, right, or even just like sitting here talking, if your shirt was like off to the side like this, mm-hmm. like that's just not as comfortable. Right. Right. If you were to take your sweatshirt and pull it off to the side, this just isn't as comfortable. I mean, in fairness, like my desktop's a mess and, and I'm a mess. So I'm probably not the best example of this, but I see what but you're saying. General. Yes. Right. You like to, when you go out there, you like to present yourself. You like to feel good. When you pitch in a baseball game, look good, feel good, play good. Okay, so you have you adjust the belt to make. Now we know. Now we're getting somewhere. Yep. You adjust when Matt Barnes leans back because you always have the lean back always too lean when you back. do it. Always yeah. leaning back, lean back, belt adjusted, and that's to center the belt. It's not to like pull up your pants. No, I don't. No, my pants are tight. Yeah, but they just they shift. I don't know. It's just. Kind of okay. a habit that I have. And then you have the how many buttons down do you have? Do you like the Mike Na- Mike Napoli I down to? I do the a seventeen button down. No, Mike Napoli look. No, <laughs> no, I do like. I think I have like the top button undone. And okay, that's it. that's it. Maybe one. Okay. And frankly, it's just kind of like whatever my jersey is, it is. Okay. Like the top one's buttoned. I'm not going to go out of my way to unbutton it. How about the hat? What about it? I don't know. Do you do anything with your hat? I wear it. Okay. <laughs> I wear it. All right. I mean, I get I get a game hat in spring. Like, I don't wear the spring training hat. I get a game hat. Yeah. And then I wear it all spring training. Then when we get to opening day. You get a new hat. No. Then it's broken in nicely. Then it fits and it's molded. Do you have that same hat the whole year? I try to unless it You ever gets, see Porcello's hat? How yeah. nasty it was? Yeah. I, have, I try to wear the same hat. Last year, I had to switch it. Like three quarters of the way through because it was just disgusting. Because all yeah, just it's, it was just disgusting. All right, all right, that's fair. So when you get on the mound, it's it's there's a lot going on, man. Like there's like we were talking with Alex yesterday about as you probably like about your delivery and you know yep. adjustments and everything else. But it's sort of like what we're talking about. The more I think about it, it's a lot to think about. It's a lot. Yeah, I like the hardest part about. Like the hardest part about playing baseball, and it, 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 honestly, it's whether you're a batter, a pitcher, it doesn't matter, right? Because they, they both kind of rely on the same, right? They, they both re- rely on the, the timing mechanism, the mechanics to be good, everything kind of working together, right? It's just opposite sides of the ball, right? And the hard part about pitching is that like you're talking about maybe a half an inch correction on something mm-hmm. that makes all the difference in the world. And, and and one day you have it and one day you don't. And you just you don't know. So this last as we taped this last couple of days, like you adjusted something. I don't know, right? Yeah, it was just staying more compact in my delivery. It was kind of funny how it all happened. I mean, I was sitting there and I felt like I was kinda of out of my mechanics in the game against Pittsburgh. Didn't feel great about him. Well, we can even back it up a a, a game before that against was it Atlanta at home? I think it was Atlanta at home. Um, yeah, the Brock Cole game. Yeah, it was Atlanta at home. And I felt like I was rushing to the plate but wanted to stay on my backside but couldn't find the happy medium of the tempo on my delivery, right? So I slowed it down a lot and knew I slowed it down a lot, but I did that on purpose to make sure I stayed on my backside. But when you do that, then your arm starts getting a little slow. Like It's really hard to make your lower half move slow and then your upper half be really fast. Like mm-hmm. you just The body doesn't work that way really. So then I was like, all right, let me work quicker and try to be more athletic in the Pittsburgh game. And, and definitely did that and felt a little better about it. But 
So I, I come in and my wife had sent me a video of me pitching because my dog was squeaking a toy running laps in front of the TV, right? But I'm sitting there and I saw that and that was funny, right? But, but then I start looking at the actual video and I'm like, man, it looks like my leg and my arms are really far away from my body. I'm like really upright and kind of stiff. So I go, all right, hold on. So I go to my phone and I've got a video that the Red Sox posted on social media in like May of last year from behind. And I was mm-hmm. like, let me look at this. So I literally go through them. I stop it, zoom in, screenshot it both. And I'm swiping back and forth between them. I'm sitting in my car after the game in the parking lot here. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, this one I'm a lot more compact in my delivery. And this one I'm like mm-hmm. upright and kind of like away from myself. I was like, huh. I was like, all right. So I took that and I was like, okay, let's start working on that. I'm sitting on the training table the next morning and AC comes in. He goes, oh, so I started looking at some video and it looks like you were a lot, like last year you were a lot more compact, kind of like a ball right. coiling all this energy. And yesterday it looked like you were kind of tilting back and upright. And I was like, that's really funny you say that because this is what I did. And I explained to him what I just told you. I said, this is what I did yesterday in the parking lot. So we went in and we started looking at it in the video room and I was like, 100%, you're totally right. And luckily, I was pitching that day. This was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, perfect. I got something. I know exactly what I want to do. So I started playing catch with it before the game. And I was like, ah, this feels good. I said, this feels like like it should. So I go out there, and I did it in my bullpen. And I was like, God, ball felt like it was jumping a little bit. And I have no idea how hard I was throwing yesterday. But ball felt like it was jumping a little bit more, right? So I take it out into the game, and I felt like I finally had the, the carry and the whatever through the baseball in the game yesterday curveball felt like it was sharper i could command it. i wasn't pulling off of stuff and i was mm-hmm. like perfect so it literally just it, it baseball is so crazy that it like something as simple as just being feeling a little more coiled in a delivery as yeah. opposed to being up like and like there it is right like right that's how baseball is it just it can literally be not like in other sports right like if you go to football and I don't. I mean, I never played football. I watched football, but like at some level, you can just be stronger, or be a better athlete, or just be faster, mm-hmm. right? Like, and those are things that you're gonna have no matter what, mm-hmm. right? Like, it doesn't matter if I'm stronger, faster, more athletic than the guy in the box. It could literally be the difference of like my hand being completely square versus like half an inch off. Yeah, and that's the difference of locating and driving through or ball tailing and not commanding it you know what i take away your dog saved your career maybe my dog squeaking might have saved the career <laughs> what's your dog's name cali cali yeah i mean that so the the video that you looked at so obviously like you said you saw the video yeah. of the pittsburgh game and then but the video you went back in your truck yeah i assume it's a truck you said it's a truck That's right is it a rental no Oh, look at you, driving Man, it down. I live down here, so. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's fair. Um, that was from March. That was from March last year. Uh, I don't know. I can find, no. I can find it. Okay. It was, from, it was from one early in the season last yeah, year. Yeah, early. When you were, yeah, you were dominating. Yep. Yep. Let's see. It was against the Orioles. So, so that's, man. There it is. Okay. April 10th. April 10th. April 10th of last year. Do you have a folder for all your games? No, they're just in my videos. Okay. It was this video. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's an Instagram video. Yeah. Is this nasty, nasty Ninth? It was literally... It's from the Red Sox? Yeah, the Red Sox put it on social Ooh, media. Oh, I'm going to put that out there. And when I shared it, yeah. you share it, it saves yeah, yeah. to your phone. 
So I'd say I never got rid of it, but this is the video I went back to. Okay. And then it was night and day. Yeah, and then this is let me see. Uh, so you're pulling up the you're pulling up the Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because my dogs <laughs> wanted <laughs> right. And my dog's just being crazy, right? <laughs> but this is so I so I stopped it here and I was like. I feel like I'm super upright. Okay. Everything's away from the body. I got a dog in the middle of the right. video. Can you put this in front of the camera? The video? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So like this All was. Right. All right. Does it? <laughs> I mean, you can't really see it, but like, that's the video. That's good enough. It's that's awesome. I love that. I love that story. So yeah. So I took that. I paused it, screenshotted, zoomed in, screenshotted again. Yeah. To compare them at what I could get close. I love that story. Yeah. What's that? So when you're dominating, your dog is going to... Oh, my goodness. Your dog is going to be famous. Crazy. I'm going to get a baseballs and boring t-shirt for your dog. Yeah. Uh, well, that's awesome. She's partially famous. She's got an Instagram already. So oh, really? She does. Oh, you gave me an Instagram of your dog? My wife did. Oh, okay. A couple years ago. All right. I bet your dog... I bet your dog... I'll check after. I bet your dog has more followers than I do on Instagram. How many followers does your dog have? Well, What's your dog's Instagram account? Callie underscore Barnes 32. No, she's only got 561 followers. Might be. Might be. Bradfo underscore 33. What do we got? 984. Oh! You got her. I, I guarantee you after this comes out, your dog's going to have Maybe. more than me. Yeah, so Maybe. anyway. Um, all right. Well, congratulations. I'm happy you. that you must feel good because you don't want to go north, you know, feeling bad right. about yourself, right? right? I mean, you want to feel good about yourself. That's right. what spring training's for. Unfortunately, you know, this is <laughs> we're, we're cramming everything out in in how many last weeks? Whatever, three, three and a half. Okay. Three weeks. I mean, yeah. we've got three, three and a half weeks. Yeah. Six. Right. I mean, it's three the same thing. I remember saying like after 2000, 2020, the whole you yeah. know short and spring training just didn't feel right. Blah blah blah. You know, right. same thing. But it's good, man. You beat it. Trying. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I want to ask you, though, about uh, if going back to when you signed your contract. Yep. Because now we can talk about it. You signed your contract. You were on a Zoom call. Yep. And I asked you on the Zoom call, I said, have you talked to the Red Sox? Remember this? Okay. About, about, about. contract. Okay. And you said, no, not yet. Yep. And then literally like two weeks later, you signed a contract. Yep. It was that fast? Yeah. I mean, we had been in discussions. That, that was our third time kind of starting up the negotiations. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you guys had asked and were like, have you done any? No. Would you be opposed to it? No. And then a couple of days later, Heim came up to me and was like, hey, if you're open to it, we would like to maybe try and get something done before the All-Star game. You must feel good. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I try to pride myself on the fact that, like, I separate baseball and the rest of my life very well. Mm -hmm. Like, when I leave the baseball field, baseball's over for that day, mm -hmm. right? And then when you show up the next day, you you play too many games, and it's just – if you take it home with you, to me, it's going to eat you up. Well, the weird thing is – and we're going through this now, right? Because you have a million guys who are in their contract years, yeah. right? So – and I was talking to Xander about this. Is that, listen, it's just – People like this stuff. I mean, baseball's fun, right. and we like talking about baseball, but the, this is the other part about it, is like all the contract stuff right. and everything else. So 
it must feel good not to be <laughs> lumped in. I don't even. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't even remember like last spring training if we talked a whole lot about it. Probably but, not. No, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't nearly as many guys anyway. So no, 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 no. we just. No, right. a lot of guys after this year are. What's that dynamic like, though? Honestly, like when like we talked to Alex about that. About you know, obviously you guys like talking baseball and like, right. But it's also your it's also human nature to talk about. Hey, what's going on with this or what's going on with that? Is that like? I'm not a professional baseball. Talking player. about like the contract stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is it like this casual conversation or? Yeah, honestly, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the conversations that you have surrounding contracts are like with your agent, like where they think the market is for you, where you think kind of you, you kind of come up with a game plan of what you're shooting for, what you're okay with. Hmm. Um, but it's not like me interacting with Heim or Eddie or BOH or anybody else. Who, no, but I mean like, talk, you know, like you're on a field. Talking with the guys? Yeah, yeah. Not a lot. No. Honestly. You have a lot of time. I mean... Yeah, but, you, you know, I mean, you don't – some guys you kind of – like if you're in the middle of negotiations, there's definitely some guys in the team that you're close to with. You kind of tell them where you're at, yeah, yeah. what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, but there's not a lot of conversation. Who was the first that. person you told about your deal? Once it was done? Yeah. My parents. Oh, well, there you go. Who was your first teammate you told? I don't remember. Yeah. I, I No, because mine happened at like 11 o'clock at night. It did? We were at my apartment. It we, did? We agreed on the numbers at like 11 o'clock at night. You did? Yep. Did you sleep? Yeah. Like a five melatonin night? Like, no, I just, you must have felt good. That was awesome. My <laughs> wife was there with me. We were in an apartment. That's awesome. awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, and we just, we were super excited. We agreed on the numbers, and then. It's like, it's, listen, it's an accomplishment. Good yeah, for you. And I just, I went to bed. And then, when do you get married? I got married in 2019. Okay, I, I mix it up. I a long time ago. Long time ago. Three, three and a half years. Three years, yeah, almost. Well, congratulations, yeah, congratulations. Thank there you go. Thank yeah, you. I feel good that like where you're at now. Like, yeah, yeah, don't you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good. I get to stay in a place that I want to stay. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that stuff. No. Nope. I mean, can you imagine? Like, they just any time. Like, free. Some people like free agency. Like, but it's stress, especially this time. Yeah. This time. I mean. It, my whole thing going into it was I wanted a fair deal, mm -hmm. and I wanted to stay in Boston, right? I, I wasn't going to try and set records on how much I could get. I just, at some point, you have to look in the mirror and say, like, what do like what are you really trying to accomplish here? Mm -hmm. Like I said, I, I I wanted a fair deal. I wanted to take care of my family. I wanted to stay in Boston. I love being there, close to home. Um, a team that's going to win, a coaching staff that I love, teammates that are great, front office that takes care of us. Like, yeah, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. It's it's pretty freaking green here, right? Like it just that's is, true. right? The grass is pretty green here. So, like, and, and and we've and you probably talked to guys who've who've jumped over the fence and said, "Man, a lot of crabgrass here." Yeah, like you know, even like the just even the little things like the the training staff. Hmm. I mean, I came up with half of these coaches and training staff. Like, I've been with them for nine years. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I come in, they know what I need, and we just get to work. Right? It's just, it's a, it's a comfortable situation with a lot of people that you're comfortable with that you know in an organization that takes care of us. Like. Hmm. That's good. Why, why do you, like, at some point you guys just acknowledge, like, hey, man, it's good here. I don't need to go explore on the market. Yeah. Right? As long as, as, long as we can 
get to something that's that's fair that both sides are good with and mm. like you don't need to be greedy no it's all like, good it, it, it's a crazy world where shit happens all the time like mm-hmm. you never know mm-hmm. so it, it listen so the last question i have before you ask me a question and then you can be on your way okay you can ask anything you want um are you, do you guys, you've been through this team, different iterations of the Boston Red Sox before. Yep. What does this team feel like if you had to compare it to something, if another team coming out of spring training, and are you, do you think you're going to be good? I mean, the team is going to be good. I know that's a I mean, the easy answer to that last one is yeah. Yeah, I know, I, of I course. I mean, but yeah, I, okay. I do. I mean, I, I think they did a really nice job of bringing in some veteran guys who've got a lot of experience, um, not only – a long time in big leagues, but on winning organizations. It feels like it feels like before you answer the other question yeah. about what might feel like to me, like the dynamic of like the age groups feels good. Yep. Right. You've got young talent, superstars, and you've got veteran guys who have been around. And I think that like good combination. Of yeah, players. I think it's also. I think it's it's important to have the thirty somethings like yep. you know secure in their own skins type of stuff. So anyway, is there another team that it feels like? See, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I could I, – I really don't think so. And I'll say this because, like, the 16, 17, 18 teams was very um, – those teams are made up of a lot of guys that played together in the minor leagues. Like, when you go around that infield and the outfield, mm-hmm. I mean, you got – I mean, we had Vasky I played with, Devers I didn't, but Bogey I played with. Yeah, Mookie. Mookie I played with, yeah. Jackie I played with. Like, yeah. Workman, Hem. Like, you start talking about all these guys that you played together in the minor leagues with that, like, we went through the grind together. So, like, you can't really compare hmm. this to then because of that dynamic. You just can't recreate that. But hmm. I don't know. I don't know that this team necessarily compares to another team. I think that this team will end up taking on an identity of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a good team. I, I, I really do. I think you look around, and I, I think we I think we made some improvements. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, when you sign a player of the caliber of Trevor Story, mm-hmm. he's going to make you better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Waka, Rich Hill, both veteran guys, been in the postseason, World Series. Um, you know, you bring in Diekman and Strom, two, two really good lefties. Um, who else did we bring in? Ref Snyder and, and uh, Sanchez, both really good yeah. defensive depth. I mean, just you start looking around, right? I mean, mm. obviously you bring Jackie back. And, right. So you, you start looking around and you see – you can kind of see how we win now, right? Like you mm. see it's a good team that was two wins away from the World Series last year mm-hmm. and frankly probably only got better, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then – you look at not only the veteran presence and the young superstars, but you can see where the future of the of the organization is going. Mm-hmm. I mean, our our infield is just incredibly young. Our outfield is still young, mm-hmm. not as young as the infield, but it's still incredibly young. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at some of the minor league guys, or you look at Whitlock and Hauk, and they're twenty five, mm-hmm. and they're unbelievable. Like, so you start looking at all these pieces, and you can see a way in which not only do we win now, but we're set up for the next five to ten years to win, mm. which is which is really awesome. All right, what do you got? What do I have for you? Yeah, besides my desktop, anything? What cards you get? Ooh, um, I got two cars. I I leased 
Uh, I leased two cars. Okay. Toyota Venza and a nice. Toyota Highlander. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a little thing. Like, I've never, like, I've no, never had a nice. new car. Toyota does a nice yeah, job. It's all good. But leasing? Not give a lease? No. Yeah. You don't need a lease. No. It's, I finance them. It's similar. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, you can get a deal. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, this is Matt Barnes at the X dealership. Come on. I mean, these places are crazy. Ernie Bach, come on. No, these places are crazy. Yeah. No, <laughs> come on. Sell it. Let's not, go. They're not getting, nobody's giving any deals, man. No, so, I'm saying, like, say, 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 like, listen, come on down. You have to sell it. Supply chain issues, bro? <laughs> you can't get cars. <laughs> I know. I tried getting a Jeep. Can't. Yeah. I ordered a car in January. I'm not going to get it till July. What is it? An Audi. Oh, all right. There you go. All right, good stuff. We get the, we we solved a lot of world's problems today. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. All right, cool. Takeaways. Takeaways. Do you want my number one, or do you want me to build up to it? No, power rank it, man. Let's go. Power rank it. Number one. The grass is always greener at Fenway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I I hope people like that's everyone's favorite takeaway here. In that despite ownership and this is gonna this is like a lot of me this episode like really like praising ownership doing the trevor story thing like that's a good idea and now kind of um appeasing john henry uh they know what they're doing they know how to run an organization they have four championships to prove it and like when guys say they want to be here it's no shock you're gonna win here i mean odds are you're going to win here and okay. then also, like, you're going to have people taking care of you here because they so, care about winning. So before, okay, so obviously the grass is always greener. And my great counter to that, which you know guys who have jumped the fence and saw the crab grass on the other side of the fence, which is basically like, you know, when you go to, um, I don't know, when you go to, like, Detroit, Eduardo Rodriguez going to Detroit. Yep. Good luck. To you. He, he got the bag, but, I mean. There you go. Have fun. So as a as a political consultant slash political uh, political science major at George Washington, when you talk about ownership, right? Ownership, I I hear you. I'm with you, right? They spend the money, they win the games, they win the championships. But yeah. as a p- political consultant, John Henry has just hired Coop. Said, listen, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do to win the next election. Your ownership is being voted on in two weeks what do you tell them to do i mean 1a is the coca-cola bottles above monster that's fair one one b one b is extending endeavors and i think i think that comes down to i don't know if that's where you were going with that question whether we were going xander or devers whatever whatever is going to win you in the election you're the election guy right i I mean where we made the commitment to go with the youth when we traded xander or not xander sorry mookie we wanted to build up that, build that, and it's like the whole raise thing. That's not what they're going for. They're going for what the Dodgers just did. Yeah. The Dodgers built. They it took time. They built up their farm system. They brought in young guys, and they got to the point where they could bring in more expensive guys like Mookie or Jock Pete, not Jock Peterson, but um, who? Bu, 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 bu. Why can't I think of? There we go. Ah, mm. I mean, we'll see how much true. he catches this season. That is true, but I mean, it's. It's building a dynasty. It's not building a one-off championship, which we've seen here. Mm. And that's what excites me. That's what excites me, what Heim's building here. And if you, I, extend, if you extend Devers rather than Xander, you're really making that commitment to that class of guys that you just brought in over the last two to three years. Okay, that's what you're telling John Henry to win the election. There you go. Yep. All yep. right. 
All right, what's number two? Number two, it's Callie, the dog. Come on. Oh, that, the Callie How do you be, not love a good Callie dog story that you number, might, might contribute to one. another all-star season? Callie has to be number one. I mean, that's like that has to be number one. That was an unbelievable story because everybody's talking about Matt Barnes' velocity. What's he going to do? And then, oh, my goodness, he fixed it. Look at they With found something in the figure skating and the reference by Cora, whatever he's talking about. And everyone's like, oh, yay, maybe, I don't know. But here's, we get it to the next level of things. The story behind the story, Callie the dog, as Matt Barnes articulated himself, may have saved his career. You want to talk about, you want to talk about like good things, like good PR, good political PR? Yeah. Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever saving, right? It was a Golden Retriever, Callie. Yeah. Yeah. Saving the day, good old American dog. Oh, this is this is our guy. This is uh, has our guy written all over at Red Sox LA. Our new member of the family, right? Yep. How yep. does how do we not do some sort of Photoshop with? Uh, we should just get Callie up to Boston. I don't know where Red Sox LA lives. Probably LA. Uh, probably guess. LA. If we're gonna do context clues, but uh, get him out here. We're gonna do a full photo shoot. Okay. Yeah, just do the mock-ups of Cali because you know what? When when Matt goes back to back All Star games, it's gonna be Cali getting the the shine that she deserves. Not if, if I mean Matt deserves it. Matt deserves it, but Cali if star if, the show. If Barnes goes out in first game and he's like dominant, right? One, two, three, boom, 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 boom. Right? It's all fixed, and we can now say only people who have listened to this podcast, only people who have subscribed to this podcast. We'll know why it's fixed. It's, Callie be- dog. it's because Callie the dog. Callie the dog. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Like we all have to have, we all have to have a, a moment in time. We all have to have a signature um, thing to lean on when it comes to the season. Um, and, you know, obviously there was the beards back in 2013. Uh, I don't, 2018. What was there? I don't even, what was there? What, I think what, they were just like they just wanted to smoke anyone. There was like, there was no there was, identity there except was, I was going to beat you like, up on the playground. There was wins. There was the, yeah. There was a joke. The wind wall. They had the wind wall. The wind wall. Yeah. Yep. The wind wall. The Joe Kelly Fight Club thing. So this is Callie the dog. Okay. Now we talk about who is a member of the Brad Bradfoe Show family. So we've adopted Alex Pinellas, which we'll be checking on. Uh, he's yep. going to Greenville, I believe. He's posting a nice Instagram story of his time down at spring camp. It was yep. very there, wholesome. There you go. Very wholesome. There you go. Um, so we've adopted him. Uh, Red Sox LA is with us. Um, who else? Nate. Nate. Of course, Nate. Nate's with us. Like Nate's the best. By the way, big event coming up. The big big event. event. I think that big the event, event that we were talking about. You know the baseballs and boring event they were talking yeah. about. Yeah, we should like Is, mer- we should merge the Bradfoe show and the baseball. I mean, we can, I don't know how much we want to give out, but I mean, there's two socks there that. Well, well, we got, well, we got well, two different socks. We'll, we'll have more. We'll have more. Okay. Anyway, okay. Adopted, I'll hold off. We have the we have the Bradfoe show house, and in it, living right now, you, me, Nate, Red Sox, LA, Benalis, uh, and Ka- now Cal- now Callie the dog. Right. Hey, if Callie the dog wants to come down to the uh, the Hall of Fame house, the Barnes family, Ooh. she has an open invite. Ooh. Ooh. Ton of land for her to run around on. There you go. All right. All right. Do you have a number three? Number three, uh, the OCD thing. I relate to that so hard. 
I remember oh, like I so so I before you go, I was really really she- so so in case for context when they when you listen to this, we did a podcast before and we got into this conversation about guys running into the bullpen, right? How different guys run in from the bullpen in different ways. And like I told Barnes, I said, you would like take the longest strides, you know, like very long and lumbering to, to running in from the bullpen. So that became a whole big thing. But the, once you get to the mound, now there's a whole thing. And honestly, Coop, I was a little sheepish about even bringing this up because I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like I'm mocking any appearances or anything. But it is bizarre to me. How Barnes would always like arch his back and pull. He does his like belt. the. No, 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 no. The belt thing. You've never. So noticed- like pre pre stepping on the mound, correct? No, no, on the mound. Like, but I mean the rubber. When I say the mound, I mean the rubber. Yeah. No, he's on the yeah. rubber. Like he's like he's he's like he basically. It's like he's letting uh, <laughs> letting things breathe. Like he grabs his belt buckle. Archie's he's back. like letting air out yes he's letting air out but i was like he does this all the time and now thanks to this podcast we know why and you said like the ocd thing right correct i mean with if you're not comfortable doing i'm and maybe i'm kind of of the same brain of of mad here if there's like one thing off it, it throws everything there's, off there's a lot going on there there's a lot going on you want to pick that brain <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can, it's kind of like when guys it's and I think pitchers, pitchers more than anyone else are creatures of habit. Yeah. So if one thing is off, I can assume everything is off. Chris sale, when the Jersey didn't fit him, he just tore it all up. Well, that wasn't really the story, but that sounds good. Um, anyway, <laughs> the jersey didn't fit him. He tore it up. That well, I mean, like he didn't like the Jersey, correct? Not, right. But it didn't, it had nothing to do with fitting him. I thought it was like scratchy on him or something, or no, like he just didn't like, like the was, fit of it. No. no, it was like, it was like, he was like enough of this promote. They're switching uniforms all the time. It's like enough of this promotion stuff. Like it's, it, you know, he was, he was sick of basically fed up of them selling out. It, like, you know, yeah. it'd be the equivalent of the Red Sox coming out with, you know, another uniform. So uh, yeah, they're going back to the city connect. Yeah, no, I was, I saw them doing their photo shoot the photo shoot but i was i was too honorable to take any photos uh they didn't ask you to 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 pop into one of those jerseys no no but they were right there i was walking up the stairs like 20 feet away from them but they're doing the photo shoot you're letting them be show respect you let them be because you know the photographers get pissed off i don't blame them like that's yeah that's their thing i mean i don't need need to take photos of, of we'll see them soon enough Anyway, I'm glad. Okay, I'm glad that you feel a little bit better about yourself and Matt Barnes with the OCD stuff. It's normalizing it. It's letting me know I'm not the only crazy one. Okay, all right, fair enough. Do you have anything else? I think that's about it. I mean, we the the grass is always always greener thing was just my one A because it kind of ties into that whole getting people in the door. And you're very sensitive about ownership right now. I am. I am. But it's not just ownership. It's just like the whole allure of, of the Red Sox. How, okay. how can you not want to be here? Uh, I don't know. Right? I mean, me me and my unbiased to... opinions. <laughs> yeah. How can you not want to be here? I don't know. I, listen, Coop, I'm jaded right now. I got to be honest with you. I'm ready to go uh, home. <laughs> ready. You've, you've had enough of Florida? 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think I I, I love being warm. I love Florida. I love and I, I said this. I, you know, I love the access. I love that we've been able to do this stuff. It's great. Um, but you know, let's go. Let's just go. Let's just get, go. Let's get the show on the road. You know. Do you, you have any bold takes or bold predict- predictions before the season jumps off? No, we'll do that later. I think. All right. I, I, All right. I feel like that's a different one. So right? we're gonna have one more in the cooker before their opening day. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when you want to integrate the um, your present, your gift, which is the uh, Trevor's story talks altitude hitting. I don't know which I mean, one when you, when you want to hear that. So I'll do I'll, that whenever. That'd be great to drop before opening day. Let people get a little taste of what I tell you what, what Trevor I, has in I, store. I tell, I tell you what, Trevor's story looks good, man. Like, <sighs> that's the thing. You, you're welcome. Uh, you need a cigarette? Oh, just. <laughs> Um, he looks good. Like he looks good. He looks he's moving around good. Like every time Bogress goes over and hugs him, like every time he makes a play. That just puts a smile on my all, face. It's all coming together. Wait, have, as far as the dynamic between them defensively, how is that looking? And how is he looking at second it's base? Good. They had a play today where they were in a shift on the left side, and Story didn't quite know where to go. If he he should have let it go, he recovered in time to make the play. It's just he looks fine. They look good. He's got good hands. He's mobile. Um, they're going to be, I mean, it's definitely going to improve. Like I like Arroyo, but you can tell story probably has a little more range than Arroyo. Arroyo has great hands. He hasn't made an error since June. What, two, 2019? Yeah. June 2020? 2nd, two, no, June 2nd, 2019. That's okay. when he made his last year. And Arroyo had his first, uh, I'm going to try to gun a guy out at third, going to third moment too. So, um, yeah, he doesn't have Renfro's arm, let's put it that way. But he's good. I, like, he's good out there. I so, prefer having an arm out there with a little bit of accuracy. Right. So, uh, before I go and, and, like, pound some melatonin, um, give me – we haven't had a chance to talk about the Bogarts thing. Yep. So, so um, now that you're a wash, you've been a wash in 42 minutes of Xander Bogarts. Um what is your feeling on the whole Xander Bogarts? I know that you were like, you were very excited about the whole captain talk, which is yep. was, was bizarre not, to me. I, I, it's not so much of the, I think it's more of everyone else puts so much hype into that. And I'm glad to finally hear his perspective on it. Cause I, I do think it is silly that people want a C on a Jersey. Well, I mean, hockey, as, hockey, football, that kind of works because the captains like, they're interacting with the umpires oh, more than you, usual did, or the did, officials. Did you, did you get what I was saying? Cause like, listen, as he said multiple times, I never thought of it that way. Right. I don't know if you got what I was saying. I've said this a million times. So I feel like as I've far as like the C actually being like a captain or like no, the, like the how, one individual why leader, why you can't have captains in baseball. Like you can't have captains in baseball just because, well, I mean, so as far as, cause when you look at other sports, and you don't really see it in basketball, but with hockey, I mean, the captain is the only guy that can really talk to the. Yeah, yeah. So it's different. It's different. I mean, all of it's different. There's no real need for it, it's, aside from being in the clubhouse and being in the dugout and kind of being that vocal guy. The problem. I mean, David is, Ortiz did it for how long with the Red Sox without yeah, needing a C on his chest? Yeah, and but again, the, like I told Bogarts and Bogarts, I think he agreed. I'm not sure. He said, "I know. Oh, yeah, you know, I see what you're saying. I've never thought of it that way." But then I think he agreed with it, which is there's too many different facets of the clubhouse. You like, as he said, I think he said this. He's like, what am I going to do? Go tell a pitcher how to pitch, you know? And it's like, 
there's, every once in a while, there's a guy who transcends it, but still, like, and that guy was like Ortiz. Like, as I said, Mookie always said Ortiz, everything. Chris Sale in 2018 when they were in the dugout no, that game no, four. No, really, you, you wouldn't put Sale on that? No, he, he's not the captain because he can't, you can't have a pitcher be the captain. And you can't, like, even with Ortiz. But like, I mean, in those, like, small moments where you need to well, get the okay, team well, fired up. It's, it's like a football team, right? This is the thing is that it's more like a football team where you have seven captains. You know why you have seven captains? Because there's, offense, there's so many different defense, positions and like special yeah. teams. I mean, Tom Brady wasn't a captain in his last, you know, go around well, here. Yeah, well, because, you know, they, he, he because he's, he's like the same thing as Sander there. You know, he's the leader in the clubhouse. Yeah, and so, yeah. So in David Ortiz, like, yeah, everything had to be passed through him. That was an aberration. That was not the norm. But at the same time, David Ortiz didn't want to be the captain. You know, it was it was all of it. It was it, you have to have both. the football thing is the best analogy I can give. And in the baseball in baseball, you aren't going to name six captains like they do yep. in NFL. So there you go. But I'm glad that you uh, you you like that Xander Bogus captain talk. That was all it's all his support. It was good stuff. It was okay. good stuff. There, well, I's glad. I mean, I'm here to make you happy. That so, then the April Fools. Yeah, that I had no idea. I had no idea that Aruba, that was a weird one. Aruba now is walking around with a bunch of Arizona Diamondback hats. So yeah, is that is that the team that they had said that he yeah, was getting yeah. traded to? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, who are we getting in a in a a prospect dump? Tori Lovello. They're no, he comes for, back. They're trading for Tori Lovello. <laughs> the the once prodigal. Uh, Manager of the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a he's in the Bradford Show Hall of Fame, by the way. Good Great interview, good time. Oh, great time, great time. Hey, last time we were on, he told the story. Him and his wife, him and his wife were on. They told the story in 2013 during their off day in September, when uh, they were at the the Vinoy Hotel in St. Petersburg, and the entire team got poop faced and uh, and started doing cannonballs in the in the hotel pool, which is off like this cliff into this water that was like five feet deep, but you had like Johnny Gomes and, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised Johnny Gomes name is in that mix. Yeah. But it was good because he was like, they were revisiting that. So it's nap was nap in that, in that mix. I think he was, I think he was in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. In the mix. Um, All right. Good stuff. We'll keep it going. I'll let you know, uh, besides the Trevor story, uh, altitude hitting talk, who else you got? So just let me know if you want anybody else, but I encourage everyone to keep subscribing. Um, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say John Henry topic of the, yeah, of the episode. We could do it in email form and then have like the computer read out the emails if you like. Yeah. So we're a better chance. Um, but opening day right around the corner. So we'll try to get as much momentum as possible. I thought in, you know, entertain, inform, blah, 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 all of it. Um, so if anybody has anybody they want on or any topic they want to talk about, you know, feel free to reach out. We're here for the people. And, um, yeah, so very proud. The house is getting full and, uh, it's, it's a good group of people in the great group. And don't forget to follow on Twitter. That's, that's how you let us know who we, who to interview and what we should be doing. Yes, exactly. So don't forget that. Don't forget. All right. See ya.